We're back with another episode of the Lone Star Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Rankins. I'm the CX manager for Catalyst, and this podcast is brought to you by Good Mood Media. Uh, today, we have a pretty unique conversation to have. Um, we've had a couple episodes so far where we've discussed uh, a lot with folks that are either, you know, on, they have a lot of on-site uh, experience with properties or they're in the, you know, in the corporate space overseeing the leasing operations and things of that sort. And then reviews kind of come and go within their workflow. Um, but, you know, as somebody who lives in a city, um, a lot of the times when we're looking for places to live, um, whether we're a student, multifamily, whatever it is, um, we kind of need help and we need to figure out where it is we want to live, why we would want to live there, um, especially if you're coming to a place that you've never lived before. Um, so today we have an uh, awesome conversation with uh, Meg Kerr. She's the general manager for Smart City in the Austin and San Antonio area. And Smart City is an apartment locating business software platform, all of the things um, that just really, really puts that step forward to help you figure out exactly what it is for your budget, what it is for, you know, the place where you want to live. And um, as somebody who has used Smart City ATX, I wanted to save that for right now. Um, it's, it's, a great, it's a great platform and they, you know, use, utilize social media in really cool ways. I don't want to give too much away about what you guys do because I feel like I already am. Meg, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks so much, Mark. That is really cool that you were a previous <laughs> previous client. Yep, absolutely. So that is interestingly, that's actually how I found Smart City. Oh, really? As well, okay, cool. yes. Okay. I was I was working in Dallas and had a friend kept sending me their DM or kept DMing me. Okay content from their Instagram and from our Instagram now. And, uh, <laughs> finally after, you know, a handful, I saw one that I really liked, reached out and the rest is history. I made friends with my locator. Um, yeah. Used, used us again when I moved to Austin and for two years, she tried to convince me to come work here. Oh, wow. And okay. I, she, she finally, <laughs> she, she finally I locate, won over about five and a half years ago. <laughs> I will locate you an apartment yeah. and a job. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So okay. yes, yeah, so I've been, been with the company for about five and a half years in a variety okay. of, of roles. And most recent as the general manager for Austin and San Antonio. Very cool. As okay. you said. So I, I also come across my fair share of reviews of all sorts. Well, that was actually going to be my next question yeah. is, a, you know, in terms of reviews, you know, sometimes it's like, people are escalated the situation when they see it, or sometimes it's a part of their everyday operation. So what do reviews look like to a normal work week for you in terms of how you're doing your job? So I'm very grateful. We have, I think it's a 4.9 right now on okay. Google. Uh, we get an overwhelming number of positive reviews, mm -hmm. but those negative ones do come through. Sure, and sure. Uh, I am the person who handles the ones locally, typically. Okay. So for both Austin and San Antonio, when we do, when we get a negative review, I'll reach out to the, the client and very understand cool. what's going on. That's cool. I know that I left a Google review uh, when we did source our smart city person. I can't remember their name right now, but... Um, it's, it was like you're saying, there's a very friendly atmosphere that your company approaches, um, everybody with, at, at least our experience was really, um, it, it, moving is almost too poetic, but like, it was just nice to talk with somebody who had all of the information that we needed right when we needed it. Uh, it was a really chaotic time for us. Um, so yeah, just really pleasure to have you on the podcast today. So thank you for making the time to do it. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Cool. All right. So without further ado, uh, we're going to jump right into review the review. 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 So this is our chance to read the review and kind of get some, uh, 
first reactions on it, see what you think about it. Um, any questions? No, I feel like we need some Jeopardy music or something. <laughs> we can, uh, we can uh, edit something in there. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the review we're going to be talking through reads as the following. Quote, I'm going to stick to the facts here. I used a great locator who found this property for me. I've been trying to get into contact with the property management team for months now after deciding to go with another building. Countless emails and voicemails that have led to no actionable items. The team has no accountability of the inconvenience they've made for me. As for the property itself, yes, it has a lot of amenities and space, but the area around it is not fully developed. You really only have access to a grocery store. Consider twice before moving here. Now, Obviously, I chose this one because it's a little bit involved with something that you're directly involved with in your day to day. And just for anybody who's first time listening, we source these reviews just by looking through Google, Yelp, Facebook. These are not properties that we're picking on purpose. There's no, you know, smear campaign angle here. We just want to kind of look at the content, talk through the facts and see what it is we can discern from a situation like this. So right out the gate, Meg, you read this review. What are your first thoughts about it? So my first thoughts, as you said, it mentions using a great locator, which I want to love that, but ultimately our job as a locating service is to find somewhere that the client loves. Right, right. Um, and we, we really try to liaise between clients and the properties. So this is something where I would feel compelled to step in if I could, if I was aware of who sure. the client was. Um, it's... I found through years of doing this that the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. when I when I read these, I never want to jump to conclusions about oh, it is you know most certainly this property is doing all of these things. Um, it could be you know it feels very frustrating when the place that you are living, yeah, the place you call home, if you feel that they are not being responsive. Um, I, that can lead to a lot of frustration. And then on the property side, a lot of times it sounds like it was probably a newer one, maybe a lease up. Yeah. And those tend to be super duper busy. Yeah. And yeah. things are moving a mile a minute. So, yeah, like I said, it, the truth is usually somewhere in the middle. And I, I would want to reach out to both parties if possible and understand sure. what, uh, yeah, what that truth is. Yeah. No, I think what you said about it being somewhere in the middle is exactly how I felt when I read it the first time because it's like, there, there seems to be enough here where somebody is, somebody was bound to have a good experience, but it's, it sounds like in the lease up scenario that you're talking about, like they might've been more of a number than a person in this scenario. Like the attempts to outreach to whatever you've got, whether it's emails or voicemails, it's basically everything short of walking through to the leasing office mm -hmm. and being like, I have literally done everything possible other than what I'm doing now to get in touch with you. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because like, you know, when you're using the locator, it's like, I, I trust that your company wants to make sure that by the end of everything, it's like, we've done a through Z to get you your home, you know, Absolutely. and make you feel like that's reciprocated from the people that are working at your home. Absolutely. I would say a measure of us doing a great job is, uh, how many clients actually renew at the property that they move oh, into. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So with the team not having a, the piece about like their no accountability, the inconvenience they've made for me, you know, I think this is like, it's, it's kind of like the perfect scenario sentence for a one-star review because that typically seems to be what people feel 
by the time they've had to leave one star review is like nobody's being accountable for like either a billing issue or amenities being broken or no communication or something like that. So I thought that like that it's, it's like kind of just stacked right in the middle of the review there. And like they even said it, it's like almost like this starts with, I used a great locator and then it has a lot of amenities and space. So there is like, they found what they wanted, you know, and they used the locator to do it. And then, by the end of it, it's considered twice. Absolutely. So. And, you know, again, um, I don't want to drop this phrase too often, but with the truth somewhere in the middle, uh, it may be that this person, they said countless emails and voicemails. I, I would be curious what that means for them, because sometimes it feels like, you know, if they've, yeah. they've called, they've left a voicemail, they've also followed up with an email. Sure, sure. That's a lot right there yeah. for a person to do and have to go out of the way to do. Yeah. Um, so, but that also on the property side, they're getting thousands of those. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Count, yeah. Countless is a big, big word. Mm-hmm. And it's when you read that, you're thinking like double digits, like Absolutely. I've called 12 times today or something. Which may have been the case. We don't know. Right. 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 Exactly. And, th- and that's such a good point too, of like, you're trying to see both sides of the equation. If, th- if this person isn't getting it, that means that maybe 20 to a hundred to 200 other people are in the same boat. And they're trying to get in touch with somebody where they're trying to lay their head down for 12 to 18 months. So, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy stuff there. I think we're kind of already blending into the section that we'd go into here, which is their takeaways and drawbacks. So, like, this is kind of an effort to find a silver lining in the review. So if you're, you know, reading something like this on behalf of an apartment locator company or on behalf of the property itself, what are what's what do you think could be taken to, like, either the site teams or your locating team in terms of, like, this is feedback that we're seeing and you want to relay it to your, as a general manager, I'm sure you have a team that works with you. What's something that you would, you think you would share with your team based off of the feedback that you're seeing here? So one thing, assuming we know what this, where this, who it is, uh, yeah, where it who, is, who right. the complex right. is, uh, we, we really try to bridge the, the, communication gap between properties and clients. So that's a huge part of our role. Yeah. So I would want to make sure that when we're partnering with this community, that we're one sharing the feedback with them because we're properties, not we're uh, partners, not only to the clients, but to the properties as well. And right. we take those holding hands on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that our property partners are aware of any feedback like this that they're receiving so mm-hmm. that they can work to remedy it. Uh, and then on the client side, just make sure that we are going above and beyond on the communication and being that, uh, taking the additional steps to reach out to the property. Um, I'm big on getting everything in writing all the time. It just, it, yeah. it makes things so much easier. Um, big fan of CCing on emails between clients and properties. And then that way, you know, I can step in as needed and mm-hmm. help facilitate, but they're also seeing what's going on and sure. it's all, there's a great, you know, record of everything that's been said right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, I think it's, you know, the CYA type thing of like, everybody wants to make sure that everybody's on the email and stuff, but like, same page, that's the biggest thing. It's, you know, so much can be misconstrued. Um, now I will say a lot can be misconstrued, uh, in writing as well. It's so hard to convey tone. So I'm also a big fan of phone calls, but I typically follow those up with an email as well, just to make sure again, that we are, we left the conversation on the same page. We all see a hundred emails a day. I'm right there with you. take a phone call any day if it means getting the situation solved like quicker too you know it's not 17 emails with eight people cc that's like it's like cc fatigue you know too like you just see all those people and you're waiting on other people to respond so that could also be the situation here maybe somebody does have the answer but they're like 
oh, so-and-so will take it. You know, Absolutely. I'll just wait till they get to it. So That's large team syndrome. Yes, very mm-hmm. much so. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the best logical result that could come from a review like this and uh, end with a five-star experience. So uh, we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Um, so we've had quite a bit of conversation already about kind of the the place that this review is coming from, you know, the the positive ends of it, the negative ends of it. Now let's move into uh, our starry-eyed scenarios. So, you know, typically it's, you know, we call them starry-eyed because it, it we don't know the situation. We're not there, boots on the ground, anything like that. So it's kind of us tr- trying to figure out the best result, but I like also to make sure that's a logical result, you know, like we, if we just say like ice cream for a year, yeah, yeah. Ice cream for a week, free rent all 12 months, you know, whatever it is, but like, so not that. Okay. yeah, got not it, that. It. Um, so in your opinion, just reading this, you know, knowing what you know and what you don't, where do you think the best case scenario comes out of this? Yeah. So I am, I'm going to cheat here because when I handle reviews like this, uh, on my own, um, I am borrowing from a lot of people that are a lot smarter than I am. Okay. So uh, Horst Schultz, the founder of Ritz Carlton, wrote a, an incredible book, Excellence Wins. I highly recommend it for anyone who is sure. uh, touching any facet of customer experience, which we kind of all are. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, Excellence Wins is a wonderful one. And then also Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm. I, I pull a lot from that. So you'll hear snippets of that and, okay. and, and some incredible leaders I've had who have, who have taught me their ways. But this um, is great. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, so so I will I, I will steal a quote first from Horst Schultz. Uh, Believe it or not, a customer or client frustration can become an opportunity to create loyalty. And in fact, uh, I've I've even seen this in our own business. Uh, clients who are who have a, a very tough experience on the front end, if we're able to go in and remedy it and show them a five star experience, yeah. they become even more loyal than someone who has, let's say, a four-star experience. Sure, so, sure. Um, I think very frequently uh, we assume that the person writing a review like this wants something out of it. Most of the time they just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that very clearly in there. They have, they've reached out the countless emails and voicemails that have led to no actionable items. They want to feel heard, and they yeah. want to know that they're not just screaming into a vacuum. So that's, that's number one. Um, I'm always trying to find a solution that appeals to both parties. And I think in this case, it's it's almost that simple. It's it's making sure that uh, this property reaches out to this client, yeah. uh, to this tenant, and uh, gives them a platform to feel heard and allows mm-hmm. them to express their frustrations. Yeah. Um, I'm big on, I, I try to get everyone on the phone. Um, okay. I think if you get a complaint, own it. And don't try to hide behind the company. I always say, I, I'm so sorry. Please mm-hmm. forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, our founder, Cassie Brown, taught me just to be up very, very, very upfront when someone's received service that doesn't match up with our expectations as a company. Because it happens. So I'm so sorry. This is absolutely not the norm. Sure. Uh, and I hope you can forgive me for the issues with X, Y, and Z you've been having. I'd love the opportunity to make things right. And just those words frequently take people back and, and remind them that, you're human too. Yeah. 
we make mistakes, it happens. So let's let's move forward toward the solution. Um, I, I try to I try to get somebody on the phone, let them do the majority of the talking. Mm-hmm. My job in one of these scenarios, I've already alluded to it, is to is to understand you know what the truth is, mm-hmm. where do we go from here and how do we make it right? So I'm usually asking a lot of questions, yeah, making them feel heard, understanding really um, what happened, and then figuring out, here's the path forward that's going to be the best solution for both parties. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's simple on this one. I think it's, yeah. let's get the, let's get the uh, complex to reach out and talk to their tenant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. apologize. Yeah. That's all great stuff. I really appreciate the quotes and everything too. I think we've kind of said some of that stuff, but just not as elegantly as, as somebody like, like Carnegie or, or <laughs> Ritz Carlton or anybody, yeah. but it's, it, it really is like the, entire mo of this is like to make sure that people understand that once they're saying something about the the problem that they're having that it's being alluded to solved and then like talked about and i love what you said about giving them the space to be the one talking because they clear they clearly have something to say they already left the review right and to ask them to do more work in any of that scenario is just it's it's almost like inexcusable because we can't we can't assume that they want to email us we can't assume that they want to call us and they should only have to do that in the event that we can't figure out who they are you know like if this is you know alfonso 5482 or something on on google you know it's like i i I can't find you but i do want to fix this for you absolutely and even then it's a an apology and here's the easiest way to reach me and i will be available yeah the me not we approach is really cool i love that it's personalizing the thing of like, you know, some, somebody hurt you and (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, I can't just blame it on like the property's name because the property's name is not going to hold your hand through this. Like somebody that works there or somebody working with that property has to do that. Exactly. And they don't, they don't care who solves it. They just want it solved. So So if you get a complaint, own it yourself and see through, see it through. Um, I think the, the final piece there is whatever you do work out with, with that client, follow through with that. You have to follow through on your commitment. So whatever the solution is, make sure that you are communicative moving forward Mm -hmm. on what the the actions taken have been and that you follow through with whatever commitment you made. Yeah. Don't check it off the list and then just forget about their existence. Yeah. no, I love that. That's all incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all that yeah, wisdom. That's really cool. Um, so the last section, um, I think we're already having a good time, so it's not like I have to <laughs> like, like make sure that this is a fun podcast now, but we end every episode with talking about your last five-star experience. So whether it was in an Uber, car, hotel, you know, uh, vacation that you took, um, just something that means a lot to you, that impacts you, that maybe you take some of that either if it was customer service or like the uh, amenities of wherever you were or something, just something that you kind of take with you whenever you're trying to talk about negative experiences with folks. So my last five-star experience was a couple weeks ago with Moo business cards. I have already, I've left uh, M-O-O? M-O-O okay. business okay. cards. I have already left them a review um, online. Oh, wow. I have left their customer service five stars. They were fantastic. So I had ordered um, some some cards made for an event that I went to and had to, I 
waited too long and ordered overnight delivery, which they offer, by the way. Oh, wow. Literally overnight. Wow. Cool. Business cards. Business cards. You can wow. get by 1030 a.m. the next day. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, UPS actually had an issue with delivery and they yeah. delayed it by a day. So I was supposed to get them in a day early. I ended up getting them after I'd already left for my flight. Okay. Could not get a hold of UPS to save my life. I was like, you know, circling through the computer, press uh -huh. this button. Oh, I can't, God. I don't yeah. understand what you're saying. <laughs> computer voice, just losing it. And so I called the uh, Moo customer service line and the representative, Haley, Haley, you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> Haley, for you listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she jumped in immediately, uh, tried calling UPS and was waiting on uh, the hold on hold line for, I don't know how long mm -hmm. immediately refunded me the overnight uh, delivery fee without asking. Wow. And then let me know she'd follow up as soon as she'd gotten through to UPS. By the time she did, they had delivered it at my house where I wasn't anymore. Yeah. And so, uh, I responded to her and said, Oh, you know, I've already left. I'm on, I'm sitting boarded on the flight right now. She goes, Oh yeah. my gosh, is there an address close by that I can deliver it to? So she, they not only refunded the initial fee delivery fee, she, printed another batch of cards overnight delivered them to where I was going so that I got them by 1030 the next morning and had them for that weekend and was so kind and so friendly. Um, yeah. So I've been raving about oh my business God. cards since I will, wow. I'm, a, I'm a mooer for life. Oh my God. <laughs> a moostomer. I, I, a moostomer. <laughs> I don't have family members that would go that far for me. That's insane. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, Agreed. that is, that's, that's incredible. I, We'll make sure to mention them whenever this gets shared. <laughs> so I hope they end up listening because that's a truly incredible testament to like the power of customer service. Absolutely. Like, the, the steps that Haley, it was Haley, Haley took yes. to get you what you needed and, and, and clearly a very frustrating time for you. Like that's, ah, man, that's exactly why we do this podcast to talk about stuff like that. So thank you so much for sharing. It's very cool. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, is there anything that you're doing with the company coming up? Any conferences or speaking that you have or no speaking? This is okay. my, this is my soul speaking engagement. Hey, I think uh, it's so, us. Yeah, very, very excited <laughs> about that. Um, I've got, you know, here and there internal stuff where I'm talking to new hires and I'm happy to share what I have. I have a, one thing that I tell all of our new hires. Oh, please. Can, yeah. I don't know. We could end with that. I Absol guess. Yeah. Maybe. We can end with whatever yeah. we or want. If you have so. other questions, we should I, get through those and I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Only the answers at this point. So. All right. Well, um, I think this applies equally to customer reviews as it does to everything else in life. Um, for me, but what I tell every single one of the new hires that walks through our door is as long as you are kind to everyone that you encounter and you follow through with your commitments, everything else will work out. And if I have to add a third thing, be fast, Okay. Because we live in a really fast-paced environment. Mm -hmm. um, but that'll make you good at your job. It's going to make you a good human. Be kind. Do what you say you're going to do. Everything else works out. Meg, I don't have anything else to say. That was <laughs> incredible. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate oh, you taking the time to do this. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Yeah. And it's thank fun. you for all of our listeners tuning in to, uh, I, I hate saying my favorite episode. Yeah. It's <laughs> like when bands are like, this is the best town we've ever been in, but this is truly a lot of fun. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, and we'll be back very shortly with some more Lone Star podcast episodes. Stay tuned. Oh, also, We've never asked for reviews for this podcast. So if you like this podcast, maybe consider leaving a review. If it's a one-star review, we'll maybe talk about it. I'll try um, calling you. But we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But thank you again, Meg, seriously. All right. Uh, bye, guys. See you soon.
part where the review podcast asks you for reviews. That's right. Uh, this is a brand new podcast and we've got a lot to learn. And the only way that gets better is with your feedback. So if you could, uh, whatever streaming platform you're listening to us on, you know, rate us, review us, leave us some comments. Uh, that's the only way that we get better. And it's the only way we learn from what we're doing wrong. And it's the only way we keep doing what we're doing right. So if you have the time, if you have the space, uh, please drop those reviews in and uh, maybe maybe we'll even talk about them on air. Who knows? Uh, but thank you guys so much again for listening to the Lone Star Podcast. I hope you've been enjoying it as much as I've been enjoying making it.